Hey DCL fans, it's Wes. If you're thinking about taking a Disney cruise vacation, consider booking your trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Not only can we answer all your questions and help you with all the planning details, but we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. You're going to pay the same whether you book directly with Disney or with a travel agent, so you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send us an email at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 90 of the DCL Dude Podcast. For those of you who don't know, my name is Wes, and I I can't believe we're up to episode 90. We're I, slowly closing in on 100. I'll have to I'll have to try to come up with something big for our 100th episode. If I if I project it out, I think that puts it sometime around the end of August. Uh, hopefully by then a lot will have changed. Ships will be sailing again. Crew members will be back to work. Families will be enjoying vacations again. We'll know the the main features of the Disney Wish, and hopefully people will be booked on Disney Wish cruises for the summer of 2022. So a lot to look forward to uh, between now and, and that time. But we're not quite there yet. A lot needs to happen between now and then for uh, for all that to become a reality. But I think we're on the right path based on uh, on some recent developments. And speaking of recent developments, there has been a lot of chatter in the news lately about the cruise industry and about the CDC in particular. Uh, Many of you have asked for my reaction to uh, everything that's been going on. So before we get into today's topic, I want to give you a, a brief rundown of what's been happening and give you some of my thoughts. There have been several new developments just in the past week, so I'll try to keep it as brief as possible. Uh, It all seemed to start with those pressure campaigns against the CDC that I mentioned uh, in my last episode. CLIA uh, launched a campaign basically to urge people to use their voices and platforms to contact their state representatives and ask them to, to pressure the CDC to, um, to issue technical guidance for the cruise industry, something that we've been, uh, been waiting for since the original issuance of the, con- uh, the conditional sale order. I can't say whether the public campaign was the cause, but on April 2nd, the CDC published technical instructions for cruise ships, uh, the main requirement of which was essentially that the cruise ship operators documented approval of all U.S. ports and local health authorities where the ship intends to dock or make port during simulated voyages or restricted passenger voyages. I've read through the instructions in their entirety three times now, and I can honestly say that I'm uh, no more clear on the practical steps that cruise lines would be required to take than I was uh, the first time I read through. My main takeaway is it's simple. It's just the disappointment in um, the whole the the hoops that the the cruise industry operators have to jump through just to begin test sailings, not even to resume regular passenger cruises, but just test sailings. Um, the cruise industry has been held to a significantly higher standard than any un- other industry, and these 
quote-unquote instructions that they released are just further evidence of that. In fact, the CEO of Carnival basically came out and said the same uh, the same thing after the instructions were released, calling them very burdensome and almost unworkable while expressing his dis- displeasure that the CDC is holding the cruise industry to basically what he called a zero-risk standard while other travel sectors are, are treated uh, completely differently. Disney has not formally responded uh, to the, uh, the the release of the technical guidance from the CDC, um, but if the CEO of Carnival is calling the instructions unworkable, I'll take that as a, a good sign that I was uh, on the right track with my own interpretation of the guidance. Carnival even went a step further uh, than, than calling the instructions unworkable and may have gotten the CDC to budge. Uh, the cruise line hinted that it might consider moving its ships out of U.S. ports and away from the jurisdiction of the Centers for Disease Control, which, uh, which, you know, which drew a, a reaction from the CDC. So after Carnival released that statement, a CDC spokesperson responded saying that the agency is committed to working with the cruise industry and seaport partners to hopefully resume cruising by mid-summer with restricted revenue sailings. Um, so there's been no word yet on what exactly that means, but it was cer- it was certainly a much more positive spin on the on uh, on their on their position than after the release of their technical guidance. So uh, can't say for certain whether it was uh, Carnival threatening to move their ships out of U.S. ports that caused the uh, CDC to sort of make uh, make that change in their position, but um, it, it, the timing certainly uh, seemed to indicate otherwise. And there was one more significant development last week that was, late, uh, that was related to this. The state of Florida announced that a lawsuit has been filed against the CDC demanding that the conditional sale order be lifted. Uh, so we'll see where that leads. So essentially to sum it all up, there have been a lot of developments in the past couple of weeks and it seems like things are heading in the right direction. I think a lot more is likely to happen in the next several weeks, and hopefully uh, we'll soon have an idea of when we might return to cruising from U.S. ports and what it might look like once we do. There have also been some really exciting developments specific to Disney Cruise Line in the past couple weeks. Uh, This introduction is already running a little long, so I'll just mention them quickly. But I also want to let you know that I am planning to do a live Q&A over on our Facebook page on Thursday evening. uh, So this coming Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So please put it on your calendars and and, uh, try to tune in. I'll talk a little bit more about these Disney Cruise developments uh, then, and you can ask me anything you want about Disney Cruise Line or about the, uh, I guess, about the cruise industry in general. (laughs) I can't promise that I'll know the answer to uh, to all your questions, but I'll at least be able to give you my reaction or my opinion, um, which whichever whichever one uh, whichever one I can. I'm excited for this, but I'm also a little anxious about it. I've never done something like this before, so hopefully you'll be able to tune in and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So that's 8:30 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, April 22nd. So uh, tune in. You can find our Facebook page at facebook.com/dcldudepodcast. Um, and while you're there, please also, uh, please also give it a like, but anyway, the two bits of news are one, the Disney magic will be, uh, will begin sailing cruises from the UK this summer, beginning in June. Unfortunately, these cruises will be open to UK, uh, residents only, but the itineraries for those cruises were officially, officially released, uh, this last week. 
As expected, they all begin in ports around the UK and only feature Days at Sea. So I, for one, am really excited to hear more about these cruises, and I'll hopefully be bringing someone on the show to uh, to tell us about their experiences actually sailing on one of these cruises. So um, stay tuned for that. Bookings for these cruises begin on Monday, April 14th for Platinum Castaway Club members, followed by Gold members on Tuesday, Silver members on Wednesday, and then all guests on Thursday. And secondly, the most exciting news, at least for me anyway, was the announcement that Captain Minnie would be gracing the bow of the Disney Wish and the release of the scroll art. If you haven't seen it, I've posted pictures of it all across my social media pages along with a link to the Disney Parks blog where you can uh, read all about it. So go check those out. The announcement was made during the keel laying ceremony for the Disney Wish at the shipyard in Germany. This announcement, of course, comes out in advance of the big Disney Wish uh, event planned for later this month on April 29th. I'll be sure to uh, fill you in on all the details of that event as well. Overall, I think April is going to be a very exciting month um, for Disney Cruise fans, so something to to look forward to in the next uh, days and weeks. I'm really excited about it, and uh, hopefully you are too. So let's get into this week's episode. I have uh, invited a a very special guest onto the show. I'm really excited for you all to hear about it. So so let's get right to it. I am thrilled to welcome Joe Kaminsky onto the show this evening. And for those of you who may not be familiar with the name, Joe is an artist whose work is featured throughout the art of Disney galleries um, in the Contemporary Resort at Walt Disney World. And maybe most notably for this audience in the Vista galleries on board the Disney cruise ships. His are those paintings of the characters that have those bright, bold colors with kind of the, the paint speckles all over them. I'm, I'm probably doing a horrible job at describing them, them but I'll, I'll just say that it's, it's, it's the ones that we are always tempted to buy every time we're on board. In fact, I have the perfect spot on the wall right behind me that I'm hoping to fill with one of Joe's paintings uh, one of these days. I just need to get back on board a cruise ship uh, so I can pick out which one will fit there perfectly. Uh, but anyway, I can't, I, I can't really have an intelligent conversation about artwork, so let's let a real artist do the talking. Hey, Joe, thanks so much for coming onto the show. I really appreciate it. Hey, Wes, how you doing, brother? Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm well, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Um, so, uh, let's, uh, let's start with your background a little bit. I was reading through your bio on your website and it, it sounds like you got your start actually working in an ad agency for Disney. Did I get that right? Yeah. I, I came down here from Chicago to, um, to work at Disney's yellow shoes creative group. It's an ad agency, um, here in Orlando. And I came to work here as a writer. Okay, and it was uh, it was a great experience. I've you know I, I love Chicago, but I, I kind of uh, the cold wasn't for me. So uh, the thought of coming to work in Florida <laughs> sounded like an awesome experience. For sure, and uh, it just so happens uh, Disney was was hiring when I was when I was uh, looking for a job here, and so uh, I landed it. It was great. That's pretty cool. So, is was your background originally in like journalism or uh, marketing or something like that? Yeah, it was marketing. I was a copywriter, um, and I still am today, actually. I do both. I, I both write for Disney as well as do artwork for Disney. Oh, very cool. All Disney all the time. Nice. Um, your bio also says that you <laughs> – I thought this was kind of funny. You started util- utilizing found office supplies kind of in your quest to learn how to draw and paint Disney characters. What exactly does that mean? Well, you know – 
being just a writer, um, I'd walk around the office all day and I was, uh, I'm quite inspired working for Disney because, um, you know, it's cool to be a writer and it's, it's fun and stuff, but like every day I would walk by all these, um, uh, true artists like Don Ducky Williams is a guy that I worked with at the time. And he was always just in his office drawing or painting something super cool. And I'd go in there and I'd talk with him and just really inspire him just to hear all his thoughts and watch him do work his magic. And then there, I was also surrounded every day by all these different art directors and creative directors and such. And it just truly inspired me to take up painting and to try drawing and doing all these little things. And I guess the found office supply thing just sort of happened when, you know, I'd see some markers or Ducky would let me borrow some paints or, you know what I mean? And uh-huh. I'd see some old, old comic books of Mickey Mouse, you know, pictures and stuff. And I would just sort of try my hand at it and have fun with it. That's, that's really cool. So when you, you, you know, when you say you were walking around the building, was your, so the ad agency that you worked for, that was a Disney ad agency. Um, so it was right inside like a, a, a building down in Florida. Yeah, it's in the Celebration Florida. Oh, cool. So, you know, how long did it take you to sort of perfect the drawings? And, you know, did you learn one at a time, or did you just start kind of working on all of them and perfected them over time? Well, it's kind of a funny story because I was a writer. Um, I would uh, do all sorts of, uh, you know, different assignments. And one of the assignments I I had was for the um, Festival of the Masters at the time. And it was basically an art show that Disney did every year. Mm-hmm. And all these different artists and stuff would compete for the signature artwork, um, whether it was, you know, guys like Don or any of the other, you know, hundreds of wonderful, great artists Disney has. Um, and all these different people would compete, compete for the signature artwork to represent this art festival. Uh, at the time, it was Festival of the Masters. And so I was, my job was to advertise this as the writer. But at the same time, in the back of my head, I was like, wouldn't it be cool to actually do a painting and enter this contest? <laughs> I didn't know if I was qualified. I didn't, I wasn't qualified to at the time. I, yeah. I had never really attempted something like that, but I thought, what the heck? I'm going to, I'm going to take a stab at it and I'm just going to, I'm going to enter it. I'm going to do a painting, my very first official painting that is, you know, legit. And I actually entered the contest and believe it or not, crazy as it sounds, I actually won. Oh, no way. And I won like six or seven years in a row after that. And finally, I got to a point where I was like, maybe I should take this art stuff seriously, you know? And that's kind of how it all started. That's awesome. So how did so how did you go from, you know, being a writer for an ad agency to, you know, a, a Disney artist? Um, it was, I mean, it was a slow process. That was the, the, um, the Excel version of it. But uh, truthfully, I started um, posting, because uh, like, I told you, I was inspired walking around the office, seeing all these great artists and art directors and creative directors and stuff. So just for fun, every now and then on my little writer notepad, I would do little Mickey doodles or drawings or what have you. Yeah. And uh, I would always, I'd always post them up on the wall outside my office. And honestly, you know, people would walk by and they'd snicker or laugh or whatever a little bit, but... Um, you know, if anything, it was, you know, nice little conversation pieces and stuff. And I just did it for fun. They weren't very good at all. They were sure. just, you know, playful. And I enjoyed doing it. But one day, I'm coming back from a meeting. And uh, all these big shot Disney artists and creative directors are all gathered around outside my office looking at these little pictures I posted up on my wall. And I thought, oh, great. They're just going to make fun of me or tease me or something. <laughs> and uh, they go up there and they're like, dude, this is pretty good. What if you cropped it this way? What if you tilted the head this way? And instead of it just being a joke like it actually was in a way, um, they were actually taking it seriously and critiquing me. And wow. that's when I started thinking, maybe I should take this stuff a little more seriously. And then eventually came the, um, 
the contest I told you about and so forth. And that's kind of how it all built up and, and just sort of happened for me. Really cool. So I actually was reading about the contest on your on your website and was hoping maybe you could tell us a little bit more about those. What what exactly are those contests? Like who who enters? Who are they for? Um, you know, what what are you competing for? Things like that? Um, well, the one I was talking about uh, happened years ago, and it was called it's for the Festival of Masters, which is now the Festival of the Arts at Epcot. Oh, okay. But years ago, years and years ago, it was called the Festival of Masters, and they used to have this competition that went on for years and years where it was um, all the Disney artists and art directors and creative directors, they could all submit a signature art piece, which is basically a, a Mickey Mouse painting. Okay. Um, to use as sort of the, the signature art piece for the festival for that, that oh, year. Oh, I see. Okay, I understand. And so that's what we would do. We would, they would all, and me being part of the advertising process, I, I only learned about it through that. I was supposed to write an ad about that, I about see. the festival. And they, they would use that art piece in the, in the, the visual craftsmanship of, of our materials that we would use to advertise that festival. And that's how I learned about the event and that they were doing the signature art piece. And that's how I decided I'm going to take a stab Got at it. doing my own painting. Got it. Okay. Very cool. And then you ended up winning it. That's awesome. So what, what was that painting? What was it a picture of? Um, it was a Mickey Mouse painting. It was, um, it was pretty cool. It was actually a Mickey Mouse with a light bulb above him. It had a little bit of a folk art vibe to it. Okay. Um, it was very simple, very clean. But at the time, that was like I said, my very first painting. So, you know. And I think people appreciate the simplicity of it. Okay. And do you know where that painting is today? Oh, I still have it. Nice. That's oh, awesome. Sort of my, that's sort of my original uh, memory of where it all started. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, do you have like a your own personal gallery, at, you know, at your house or or somewhere, uh, somewhere that, that you can just hang things that you uh, really like or or uh, you know, maybe other paintings from other artists. Um, I have literally just storage lockers of, of paintings wow. everywhere. Like I have them everywhere. I have everything, including tons and tons of Disney characters to some other stuff I do on my own to the, the only artwork I really have in my house, as far as like out on display is maybe some other artists. I don't really hang my own stuff. Um, but, uh, I, I have rooms full of stuff and, and like my little studios and so forth. Um, just artwork everywhere. A lot of it is uh, incomplete in a lot of ways because I'll do, I'll do you know, ten to fifteen pieces at a time, and I'll just complete them little bits at a time, partially mm. here and there. And I'll get one, and I'll walk into a room, and I'll go do another one. And I'll walk into another room, and I'll do another one. And that way, I can sort of walk, walk and look at a painting fresh each time. I'm not always looking at the same thing okay, over yeah. and over. I can say, oh, it'd be better if I did it this way. Or it's nice to look at things fresh because if you're always just staring at the same thing long enough, it it gets old pretty quick in your mind, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I, that kind of leads me to my next question. And, and I was looking at your website and you see the pictures of, you know, the, the classic Disney characters. And then pretty recently, uh, there, there came out like a new style of the Disney characters. I've seen like my kids watch um, this show on Disney Junior. It's a Mickey Mouse show. And it's like a kind of an old comic booky type Mickey. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know which style I'm referring to? I think you're talking I think you're talking about the Mickey Mouse shorts. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes, the Mickey Mouse shorts. So what's the – is it challenging to go from like the classic characters that you're kind of used to painting and then all of a sudden sort of pivot to, you know, being able to draw and paint this this new style? Or, you know, because you're – you know, you've perfected your craft, it, it, it's not that, that big of a deal. 
Um, you know what? I think it's it's about passion and just having fun with it. If, hmm. if it's something that interests you enough, you sort of just, you know, you get focused and you get honed in and you just work really hard at it and you have fun with it. I think if I didn't enjoy it, if I didn't want it so bad, I wouldn't, you know, work so hard at it. I think it's just a matter of wanting it. Cool. So are you? So then it sounds like you're a full time artist. Then what is your what's your day to day schedule look like? Um. Pretty busy. Uh, I bounce around as far as uh, a few different studios, and I'm always painting, always doing stuff. I also still do a little bit of uh, uh, the writing on the side, too, because I like to stay sort of involved in hmm. what's new and what's and what's trending with Disney. Um, it's, it's just sort of a passion that I have. I, I love writing, and I love painting. Hmm. And uh, the, the writing job actually kind of keeps me closer to the Disney core and brand in a lot of ways, because uh, I get to see what's coming before it happens. I get oh, to go cool. on some of the rides or before the before the public does so nice. it's a cool opportunity in a lot of ways yeah what um what do you write for where like where would would you know would we be able to see your work somewhere um probably anytime you ever see a uh a television commercial for disney or oh, cool. uh, hear a radio spot and maybe some print ads there's a chance that i had something to do with it nice that's pretty cool nice um so your artwork definitely has kind of a signature look to it. I mean, did you do you sort of do you sort of plan it plan it that way? And I guess how do you come up with that look? And did you draw inspiration from anywhere? Um, well, I basically have two styles. My first style is sort of a weathered, aged look. I like things that look like they're old and they've been around for years, and there's sort of a nostalgia to it. Um, I also have sort of a, a Jacksony. Pollock sort of uh, splatter style, splatter art style uh, vibe that I do. Um, I do both of those, and I I have a lot of fun with it. I think you probably see more of the splatter style stuff yeah. on the cruise ship. I do have more of the. I do also have some weathered and aged stuff as well. Mm -hmm. um, I like to keep a lot of. I like to keep them a little bit separate. I keep most of the weathered and aged stuff um, in the galleries, and I keep a lot of the, the splatter art and so forth uh, on the cruise ship. So I, I definitely have two styles, and I'm always experimenting. I'm always trying to come up with new stuff and new ways of doing things. And so um, I seem to keep honing in on those two, but um, hopefully in the near future, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with some, some more styles and some more things for people to uh, appreciate. Cool. So were you, a, were you a Disney fan growing up? Um, I was for sure. Definitely um, more the television cartoon kind of things. Um, I didn't really go to Walt. I lived in Chicago, so I didn't really go to Walt Disney World that often, especially as a kid. I think I was only at Epcot once when I was really young and I don't even remember it. Um, but when I eventually came down here to work for Disney, it really inspired me and it really opened mm. my eyes because suddenly I got to, I got to see the parks and the water parks and go on the cruise ships and sort of experience it all, uh, like I'd never done before. And so in a way, while it was sort of a, a late blossoming, um, I fell even more in love with Disney yeah, than sure. perhaps if I had it completely. Cool. I don't think I asked you, how how long have you been doing this? How long have you been a, a Disney artist? Um, I would say a little under 20 years now. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. So is, is that about the time you, you moved uh, down to the Orlando area from Chicago? Yeah, I moved down to the Orlando area a little under 20 years as a writer. And that's where my um, inspiration to become an, an artist began. Got it. Okay. Do you ever do like art shows or anything like that where you're sort of, um, you know, you have a, an audience that's watching you paint or anything like that? Sure. I used to do them uh, years ago at Festival of the Masters and uh, 
I'll do a little bit of painting at Festival of the Arts as well, which happened the past few years at Epcot. Hmm. And um, years ago, uh, I used to do some uh, some painting on the Disney Cruise Line as well. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you about that here in a second, so we'll we'll get to that. Um, when uh, uh, that's not the right one. Um, when were your paintings first featured on Disney cruise ships? Do you do you know when that was? Um, it was. I don't remember the. It was probably uh, right after I started uh, painting for the gallery. I think uh, I had uh, someone reach out to me from the, the cruise line and, and ask me about my artwork and so forth. And then uh, slowly, I started to uh, develop some pieces specifically for cruise line, and uh, people appreciated them. And uh, I took off pretty quick. And the next thing you know, I was in the um, in the galleries and on the cruise ships. Have you ever been on a Disney cruise? I, I, I guess I you sort of just answered that question a few uh, a few minutes ago. But have you ever been on a Disney cruise? And have you ever been on one just for fun, or was it always uh, as a as a working trip? Um, absolutely, I've been on lots of Disney cruises oh, okay. um, with my kids, with the whole family. I uh, truly love them, um, and I've I've had a few opportunities uh, to paint on Disney cruise. But I uh, I definitely enjoy just being there as a guest. I I, lo- I love them both, but being there as a guest, I mean, you can't top that. It's it's just the attention and the, all of the great restaurants and the, the Broadway style shows. All that stuff is is just awesome. Um, but it is fun to paint there as well. Um, but I I definitely just love being there and relaxing as just a a true guest as well. So yeah. you know I can go the way for sure. Yeah. So w- when you when you say you did paintings on a cruise. What, what do you mean by that? I mean, did you, uh, did you do, I don't want to call it a performance, but did you, you know, do it on stage with an audience or, or just, um, you know, in a gallery and people could watch by and, and, uh, and see you painting. What was, what was that experience like? Um, I did, I would say a little bit of both. I, I had some, there was just like a Q and a section section that would happen here and there. Um, in certain little rooms, but then in the gallery on certain nights, I would also like put out like 10 or 15 pieces on the, actually just lay them on the floors in the gallery. And I would just do sort of, uh, I guess you would call it performance art. I, there was no beginning or finish to my paintings. I was just sort of painting throughout the evening for mm. several hours as guests by, and I got to talk to them and kind of see, you know, if they were having a good time and where they're eating on the cruise ship and what their plans were and what yeah. they were doing. I got to you know ask questions about the artwork and stuff. It was a pretty cool experience. I, I really enjoyed that that aspect of it. Really cool. Do you have a favorite itinerary that you've sailed on as a just as a as a as a guest as a passenger? Um, I think the ones that I mostly did were just the Caribbean ones. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Have you been on? Uh, which of the ships have you been on? Have you have you just been on the 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 Dream Class ones, the larger ones? Um, I believe I've been on all, all the four. I haven't been on any of the new ones yet, but all four with the Magic, Wonder, Dream, and uh, Missing One. The fantasy. Uh, this, the, the other fantasy, yeah. Cool. Actually, I've, I've been on the Fantasy. I haven't actually sailed on it, but I got to go see my artwork on it when it was docked one day. Oh, nice. Okay. Do you prefer the, the larger ships, or do you like the smaller the smaller size better? To tell you the truth, every time I go on one of them, it just blows my mind. I have so much fun. It almost it almost doesn't matter to me. You know, yeah. they all have their their special, unique, you know, things about them. But I'm just happy to be there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely uh, looking forward to getting back on board one of these days. Hopefully, it happens uh, pretty soon. Um, 
Do you do you have a a favorite Disney painting that you've done? I mean, I don't know if the your original one and you would call it your favorite, but I guess maybe besides that one, do you have a favorite? Um, it's always the the latest one I'm working on, oh, okay. my newest painting. Yeah, yeah. I I tend to uh, early on I had a few favorites here and there, but the more and more I paint, I always feel like I'm evolving and I'm getting better. And it's kind of funny because sometimes I look back in an older painting I did or something like that, like. Oh, I probably could have done that better. Or I probably could have, you know, done something different. But I, I guess that's just an evolution process, sure. and it's you know, I get more excited about what I'm about to do next than what I've already done. So, gotcha. Do you ever work with um, other Disney artists? Like, do you ever collaborate or anything like that? Yeah, um, I have a good buddy. His name is Lee Clark. We actually started painting together. We sort of uh, he was another one of those art directors I told you about artists as well. And we started painting together. We kind of got in it together and having a good time. And that sort of helped kick it all off. And then, um, yeah, uh, and like I said, I got to sit in Don Ducky offices, Don Ducky Williams' office um, numerous times and just watch him work. And I always thought that was cool. And That's I asked so him how cool. he did things. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I've, I've had lots of uh, opportunities here and there to talk and hang out with people and, and the artist community is especially at disney has this very um very close vibe where we can just kind of give each other a, a call or say mm. hey what you doing and we can compare notes and talk about techniques and stuff like that it, it's a pretty cool um like i said collaborative experience sure yeah do you um maybe envision yourself ever getting involved with like um you know, art in the theme park, like in a, in a ride or in an, in an attraction or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, quite possibly. I mean, I think the, there's lots of opportunities, uh, around Disney. They're so creative and they're always thinking differently. I, I would love to do something like that. Uh, I haven't had the opportunity yet, but hopefully yeah. one day. Cool. Very cool. Do you have a favorite character to paint? Um, I guess it would be Mickey. Uh, I love painting them all. Like I said, I like to mix it up. I like to try new things. Um, I always love to experiment. Uh, but I mean, Mickey's kind of where it all centers around. So I would have to say I lean towards him. Nice. Cool. And I guess this is probably a hard question to answer, but if you could just sort of describe what it's like seeing your, you know, the, the, the work that you've done kind of hanging, uh, in the contemporary resort or in the galleries on a Disney cruise or kind of in the art galleries throughout, um, the Disney resort, like what's, what's it like just seeing your, your, your work displayed up there? It's pretty cool. You know, um, it's hard. It is hard to explain in a way. It, I guess the feeling is a bit of awe in that I'm part of something that is so big. So, mm. so cool. So like to be part of Disney and, and, you know, my own little way to be something that guests look at and think, Oh wow, this guy's part of Disney or he ha he's part of this, this world. It's kind of cool to be attached to that or to have your name attached to that. Absolutely. Really cool. That's, I think you've said it perfectly. I, I, I always imagine if I was involved with something like that, that would sort of be the feeling that I have that just, you know, you're part of something that's so big, but to have any sort of uh, influence is just a really, really cool experience. Um, so you mentioned you have kids. Any Do, do they show any uh, artistic uh, abilities or any interest in, you know, following in dad's footsteps? Oh, absolutely. I think um, both my son and my daughter, uh, they love to draw, they love to paint, they love to, you know, it, they're very busy between school and just, you know, friends and all that stuff. But uh, every now and then we, we all sit down together and we uh, 
we try and knock out a masterpiece or two. Really cool. That's awesome. That, that must be a lot of fun getting to, to do that with your kids, kind of share a, share a passion. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and I can see it, uh, just in their eyes and like, I kind of see myself in a lot of ways because, uh, starting out in, in, uh, an artist world and, 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 you know, sort of a new venture for me coming sure. from just being a writer. Yeah. And so them just as kids, uh, they, they, they sort of approach it with, uh, wide eyes and just a little bit of confidence too, knowing that their dad does this for a living. Yeah. Really cool. Really cool. So I, I want to direct people to your website. It's, I believe it is it Joe Kaminsky art.com. That is correct. Right. Yes. Yeah. So go check out his website. You can see all his, uh, well, not all, you can see a bunch of his work there. I also want to direct you to Joe's social media pages. You can find him on Instagram at Joe Kaminsky art and also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Joe Kaminsky art. Um, and, uh, do you have any, do, do you do any public events? Do you have any public events coming up anytime soon? Um, there should be some coming up, uh, I think in September, I believe it's September, uh, at the contemporary, there may be a, um, I think it's something for give kids the world, um, and some, uh, some other things that I can post on my website soon to, uh, to keep people. I I don't have exact dates just yet. Sure. Okay. Awesome. Well, Joe, I really appreciate your time this evening. I this was a lot of fun. I uh, like I said, I, I'm a big I, I'm a big fan of your work. Um, I love seeing your pictures, and any anytime I see one around, I can you know automatically tell that uh, that it's yours. So uh, really cool, and uh, it was really fun getting uh, getting a chance to talk to you. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for for. Uh having me and uh be back anytime you'd like i appreciate that all right that sounds good so um yeah like i said go check out joe's website and uh be sure to 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 check out his art in the galleries if we ever get back to to cruising one of these days uh we'll be able to to get back there and see uh see your work on board so uh take care joe stay safe and uh appreciate your time thank you wes i appreciate you all right i'll talk to you later as a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. <music>